Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe, maybe that like button too, and the notification bell as it really helps out, but never any pressure to do so. You'd just be in here, chilling out, enjoying the day. I love it. So let's crack on with today's stories. <laughs> Much love, guys. And our first story comes from Orange Pears 8900, titled, Am I the Arsehole for saying my brother ruined his own life and is no one else's problem but his? And there is brief mentions of a car accident, so I just want to throw that one out there if you'd like to use the timestamps. One of my cousins is engaged and they're having a wedding in another state because his future wife has two relatives who live there. They're in their 90s and can't travel easily. Everyone else who is invited to the wedding is not as old and as healthy and would have no problem making the two and a half hour drive there. My parents got upset when they found out about the wedding being there because it means one of my brothers can't go. Legally, he can't leave the state right now because of legal issues. The cousin who is getting married is the son of my mum's sister. When my parents got upset, my aunt and some other relatives tried to convince my cousin's future wife to change the wedding venue. My cousin basically told them to leave her alone and shove it and said he isn't having two 90 plus year olds being taken on an uncomfortable car trip that would be at least two hours away. Those venues close to the state border that my mum and aunt and relatives suggested also booked up and my cousin would have to push his wedding back by a lot. He said the wedding is happening at the original venue which is in the other state and 10 minutes away from the nursing home. I'm an usher in the wedding and my mum and aunt are a bit mad I won't try to convince my cousin to move the venue. My brother can't be an usher because of this. My dad also agrees even though he isn't as vocal as my mum is. Personally, I don't think it is any of my business. The last time my mum and aunt asked me to talk to my cousin on behalf of my brother, I said he's an adult who can do it himself and he has no one to blame but himself because of all the legal issues are his own fault and no one else's. My mum said the legal problems ruined his life and I said he did it himself. Now my parents' brother, aunt and various relatives are pissed off at me for saying my brother ruined his own life and caused his own problems because they all got told what I said. Am I the asshole for saying my brother ruined his own life and it's no one else's problem but his? Since I know people will ask what he did, his girlfriend was in a car accident. He went to the scene and pretended to be a random pedestrian who saw everything from the sidewalk to the cops and the insurance company. He lied about the other driver causing the accident even though his girlfriend did. The other driver and another car who wasn't involved both had dash cameras that contradicted what he said and showed he wasn't even on the sidewalk. He also forgot the car was registered to both of them so the insurance company and the cops figured out he wasn't a random witness. 
there was a criminal court case and a lawsuit he had to go through and another court case for breaking the terms of his probation from the first case. He is still dealing with a fallout and will be for many years. It's not relevant to my question, but I knew people will be curious. Holy moly, what made him think he was going to get away with that? Especially being on the insurance as well. Oh my word. Opie was totally right in this situation. You know, brother. <laughs> brother was the arsehole that he was trying to protect his girlfriend in this stupid way. And then brother got himself into legal issues. So this is totally down to him, I'm afraid. And to ask someone to move their whole wedding because of someone else's legal issues, that just screams entitlement to me. Absolutely not the asshole from me, but Bog Lyric says not the asshole, and good on cousin for sticking to his plans. Your brother did this to himself. I have no clue why your family would be annoyed at you. OP replied saying, It's funny because my cousin is the most shy, quiet, calm, and mild person I have ever met. But when he found out the request to his wife to move the venue, he went absolutely ballistic on those people. I was actually scared I wasn't even his target. Dazzling Chicken says not the asshole. it's his fault and everyone who isn't paying for the wedding should mind their own business. OP replies again saying, My cousin and his future wife didn't take any money from either of their families for the exact reason of wanting no one to tell them what kind of wedding to have. I think it was a smart decision. Silhouette Commenter says, Lol, your brother is a complete idiot. He tried to commit insurance fraud. Not the asshole. it's your cousin's wedding. If the cousin wanted a destination wedding, what are they going to do? Cry about it still? They need to get over themselves and you are being honest about what your brother did. Don't know why your family had a hard time telling him he fucked up. And worst part of Valor says not the asshole. Cousin can have their wedding wherever they want. Also, brother is an asshole. I get that he was trying to protect his girlfriend by lying to the police and, and he and she may think their deceit and selfishness was noble if they think only of themselves. But it was pretty cruel to the, the driver the girlfriend hit. Innocent, had car damage, possible injured, and if brother and girlfriend had convinced the police, the innocent driver could have faced the charges for lying on top of that. OP replied saying, You're right, the other driver was an off-duty doctor and I think criminal charges could affect her job, but I'm not sure. My brother was stupid. He found out his girlfriend was cheating on him after the accident. They're still on again, off again. I'm not sure because he's had other girlfriends since then. Now, what do you guys make of this one? I can only see it being a not the arsehole. In some ways, I just want to say, you know, regardless of the situation, you know, cousin can have their wedding wherever the hell they want. It's up to them if they want to come or not. And I know the situation's a little bit different that, you know, brother can't leave the state in this, but... Still, what do you guys make? <laughs> Let me know your thoughts and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, Am I the Asshole for Not Accommodating My Friend with Health Problems? I, female 24, have inherited my parents' house and money a few months ago after they passed away. It's a three bed, two and a half bath. I moved into it almost immediately. And then a few ago, invited my friend and her fiance, female 24 and male 26, to stay with me since they were having some financial issues. I gave them the bathroom upstairs as well as the smaller bedroom. I have a lot of clothes, so I converted the bigger one into an extra closet for me. They moved in last week and I was away for a business trip. And when I came home, they sat me down and asked if they could have the master bedroom and I move into the smaller one. The master bedroom is huge. My parents had the house custom built for them when they just got married and didn't plan on kids, so the master bedroom takes up the majority of the upstairs. The bathroom is huge with a tub, walk-in shower, vanity space, and two sinks. However, when I moved in, I paid $50,000 to have the entire bathroom remodeled. 
I said no because it was my house and I'm paying for the majority of the bills. They pay a quarter and the fact I couldn't fit all my stuff in the small room. They argued if I couldn't fit my stuff, then they couldn't fit the stuff of two people. Then they went on to explain how my friend has IBS and other digestive problems, as well as autism and baths help comfort her. Their bathroom does have a bath. It's not as big as mine, but it still works. I said no, and I'm sorry that she's going through that. She complained that it's tough for her to run out of the room and into the bathroom a couple of doors down. They went on to mention how if I am planning on getting my basement remodeled, that I could remodel it to help fit their needs. (laughs) And I once again said no, because I'm converting it into an office space for my boyfriend. He's currently in his master's program, since we both will work from home. They said that they felt like I didn't care about her health problems and was being rude for not helping them when they needed it. I reminded them that this is not a permanent situation and they stormed off. It's been a week and they have still refused to move their boxes upstairs until I stop being spoiled and give them the master bedroom. Some of my friends are saying that I'm an asshole for not just letting them stay in the room until they move out. When they keep acting like this is permanent or even just moving my stuff out of the bigger bedroom and let them stay there while others are saying that I have the right to say no and should just kick them out if they don't just agree to stay in the smaller room. So am I the asshole? And there's a mini like couple of lines of edit which is going to be a reply to the comments so i'll cover that after the comments but holy entitlement i know i mentioned entitlement in the last story but this is just beyond isn't it and i got halfway through this and i was just thinking there's no way anyone could consider this person the asshole shall i keep reading but you know what i'm like i love a bit of drama in my life and i wanted to see how far this couple would actually go But basically, these people are just taking the piss and trying to get everything that they want. And if you was to let them, hypothetical, you was to let them stay in this master bedroom, isn't like if they stay in it for a certain amount of time that they get some sort of rights to stay there and you have to give them X amount of notice to get them out and all this kind of thing. I know in the UK, people that let houses out, it can be very difficult to get people out if they insist on staying in that place. As I said, I watch a lot of daytime TV. But 100% not the arsehole from me. Babs Garcia says, not the arsehole. Stop whatever you're doing, get a lawyer, and write up a lease and agreement. You're being nice, and they seem to be looking to take advantage of you. They could end up being squatters or worse. Please, 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 get legal advice. I just kick these people out. <laughs> Red Girl 79 says, not the arsehole. Look, OPR be direct as possible. You need to have these people find other living arrangements as soon as possible. Do not be surprised if if it results in having to have an eviction notice served. I've dealt with having a family member live with us to get back on her feet. It ended up being a whole year and we had to have her served. These people are brand new in your home and are already trying to bully you. They will not relent in their demands. They already demonstrated that. The fact that they're already trying to talk you into a renovation just for them, the basement is a reality check for you. This is your home, yours. Don't let them bully you. Connection 5868 says, not the arsehole. Have them move out before you need to have them evicted. Sint Alva says, not the arsehole, and quotes, they argued if I couldn't fit my stuff, then they couldn't fit the stuff of two people, and says, well, then maybe they could start selling some of their stuff and earn some money, and use that to get a place of their own. Quotes again saying, if I'm planning on getting my basement remodeled, then I could remodel it to help fit their needs. This is, oh my actual God. This right here is some grade A choosing beggars shit. <laughs> Flies what says not the arsehole, you help them as they were having financial issues. You don't have to accommodate any of their needs. They do have a tub. They're rude and picky while paying a quarter of the price. They are almost kicking you out of your house. If they continue to push and demand for you to move into the smaller room, 
Maybe you should ask them to find another place to live. Our Enrico says not the arsehole. Other friends that say you're an arsehole offering these people a place in their homes. It's a temporary situation. If it's inconvenient for them, that's tough. But if they don't have a lot of other options, they get what they get. If you're concerned that they are acting like this in a long-term situation, you need to figure out your limit helping them and what it will look like when they're able to get on their own two feet. And that part where he says, are their friends offering them a place in their homes is just like when we read about, it's just family. And when family guilts other family members to doing something, it's just like that situation really, isn't it? But what do you guys make of our second story? Can you just imagine these people walking up to you and saying, well, I need your master bedroom. How would you react to that? Holy moly. And before we stroll on to the next story, there was the little edit, the little two-line edit, which we'll cover right now, which says, I have a meeting with a lawyer tomorrow to set up a leasing contract. And if they don't sign it, then I am legally allowed to kick them out in my state. And that's what I plan on doing. I still have to question, even if you have this leasing agreement, would you want this sort of entitlement around your house? <laughs> Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And we'll move on to the next story. 
She's literally never asked me for anything, but I wanted to show her that I can take care of her and spoil her too. I look into it and the perfume is 300 fucking dollars. What the fuck? (laughs) I don't see the point in something like that, but honestly, my pride would be hurt if I went back on my word. So I find the perfume for a much greater value on eBay. Today comes and I gift her the perfume. She unwraps the present, sprays it on her hand to smell it, and her face is a blank expression. She's trying to decide how to react. I asked her what's wrong and she gives me a hug and a kiss on her cheek, thanking me that I wanted to get her something nice. I don't know why, but it made me feel like shit. I was expecting a much bigger reaction. I kept pushing her as to why she doesn't like her gift and she tells me that she loves the idea but it's obviously fake. I feel like this was an extremely ungrateful thing to say and I called her a brat for even caring if the perfume is fake or not. I also said that she's materialistic due to the fact that she could supposedly even tell if it was fake by merely looking at it and smelling it once. She says that it's dumb that I made a big show about getting it for her if I was just going to do this and that what I got her is nothing like the original perfume, that I couldn't even be considered an imitation. I think it shouldn't matter because I practically still got her the perfume she wanted. I just didn't want to drop 300 for it. This is making me see her in a different light. So Reddit, am I the asshole? Look, you can't call her materialistic when you're the one who pushed and pushed for an answer. She didn't even really want the perfume from you to begin with. She said, no, no. She was just daydreaming about it. And you insisted and went to eBay and bought off a a dodgy version of it. And I know some people went into like aftershaves and perfumes and stuff like that. But I like a certain brand of aftershave as well. And I would be able to tell the difference instantly if someone bought me a fake version like that. And she even tried to play it down, like give you a kiss in cheek and say thank you and all that sort of stuff. But then you kept prodding to know why. You wanted a bigger reaction and you got what you wanted in the end. And then have the cheat to call her materialistic and think she should be just happy with her knockoff version. I remember my mum when she was with us. She thought she found a bargain online. She was new to the online scene and was on eBay and bought some of these Ugg boots from eBay. They came about a month later. As soon as she told me she bought them, I thought, oh, where did you buy them from? And she said, oh, they were a good deal too. And I was like, oh dear, here we go. They turned up and you should have seen these things. <laughs> they had all the, the proper logos and all this sort of stuff, although you, you could see it was in like a dodgy stamp, but the sole was solid. It wouldn't bend at all. And she was so disappointed about that. And I was so pissed off about it. I, I went through like a bank and all that sort of stuff and got the money back in the end. But yeah, 100%, you're the asshole. You poked, prodded, got what you wanted, and you can't complain about it, basically. But B Graphics says you're the asshole. You didn't practically get her the perfume. You told her you'd buy a lobster and took her to McDonald's. <laughs> she was still grateful, and then you got angry that she wasn't grateful enough. If I was you, I'd be apologizing ASAP. The devil's joy says you're the asshole. Most of the time, I'd say it's the thought that counts, but you literally 100% tried to make her think you bought the specific perfume for her. I'm 10,000% positive that she knew what the $300 perfume smelled like and that this fake perfume smelled nothing like it. She wasn't being materialistic. She knew it wasn't the real perfume based on the scent and she was still appreciative and thanked you for it. You decided to be an asshole and pressure her for a why didn't you give me this a huge jumping up and down smile. You gave her a knockoff. It smelled nothing like the smell. She thanked you for it. It wasn't the reaction you wanted so your pride is trashed. That's on you. Grow up. Oodles of Schmoodle says you're the asshole. The point of perfume is the smell. Knockoffs aren't going to smell the same. It's not like something subtle like this bottle is Stormy Seas Blue, not Stormy Seas Lake Blue type thing. It's not materialistic for her to know. 
she was being gracious about the gift because she knows you at least made an effort and you kept pushing her to say something and then called her ungrateful brat when she finally answered your question. It's not about the perfume being fake, it's about the way you treated her. That's a major red flag. And Hopium Dealer says you're the arsehole for pretending it was the genuine article. Would you be happy if she got you a fake PS5? <laughs> Imagine that. Holy moly. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Puzzleheaded Mess 746 titled Am I the Arsehole for Telling My Sister-in-Law The Truth About My Brother? My brother Joe and sister-in-law Jill have been together for 10 years and they have four children together. Joe works full-time at a factory and Jill has a very inconsistent work history due to her attitude. To be frank, Jill has a nasty, entitled attitude because she believes that Joe makes a lot of money and she doesn't really have to work. The reality, Joe constantly asks our parents and his younger siblings for loans that he never pays back. He also has everyone pitch in to buy their children's school clothes and shoes every year. Oh, and not to mention he's always asking to use our cars instead of using his non-working wife's car. Our family has always fallen for Joe's sob stories because one, we love his kids and two, his wife will not work to help support their family. Well, recently my siblings and I found out that Joe is a huge liar. He's severely in loan and credit card debt and he's a gambling addict. Turns out he actually does make enough to take care of his family but is so far in debt that he can't. We also found out from her family that he told Jill that she doesn't have to work. At a family holiday gathering, Jill approached my sisters and I stating that their oldest daughter, Jill's 15-year-old daughter before marriage, needs to get a job. Jill then went on to say that she and Joe had jobs at 15 and they purchased their own first vehicles. My parents are wealthy so Joe didn't get a summer job until 19 and my parents brought him not one but two cars by the age of 20. I was so taken back by the revelation that Joe has been lying to Jill about being able to afford their lifestyle. Without thinking, I told Jill what Joe said was untrue about our parents and in the last five years, his siblings have always taken care of him and even now at the tender age of 40. Joe called us liars like we don't know our brother. So I showed proof of how he's borrowed thousands of dollars from just me, not including our parents and other siblings over the years. Soon other siblings joined in telling Jill the truth about Joe. Jill was furious when she finally realized that Joe was not as financially stable as he claimed. Am I the arsehole for telling her the truth? Additional info. 1. Jill knew about him gambling but not the loans and credit card debt. 2. We found out a couple of months ago about his gambling. 3. I know everyone's irritated about Jill's nasty entitled attitude but she likes to keep up with the Jones but has always hated to work. She's had many paid opportunities to go to college to start a career. She was accepted into nursing and physical therapy assistant programs but refused to enroll. 4. Joe and Jill are both toxic and dysfunctional. His vice is gambling and her vice, weed. But Joe is the issue in this post. I could write a book on the love story and dysfunction, lol. 5. We haven't given him an unlimited supply of money. Sometimes it's just clothes, shoes, snack money for the children. They are both neglectful of their needs. It's one of these stories where I come into it at the end and I'm just so sad. All I feel sorry for and all I can think about is the children and what they are going through if they are being neglected as OP says in this post. And my, another thought is, why don't they just cut them off? I know Joe is claiming that the money's for the, the children and stuff, but is it really? Is it really going to the children or is it going to his gambling addiction? Or maybe there's another way so the children can get the money. Is there like 
a separate account that you can set up as family specifically for the children and you buy stuff from them. I know it's extra time out of your day, but I'm assuming from what you've said in this post and the way you contribute money that you love these children. So you wouldn't mind going out of your way to help them because they sound like they're in a bit of in a pretty bad situation. That's what I'm just getting anyway, maybe over the top. But my worry is that, you know, you're just enabling the gambling by giving him money to go ahead and just do it. But throwaway says not the asshole. This is starting to look like the start of a divorce. No offense, but your brother is pathetic. Zesty close says not the asshole. Poor Jill. Addicts are often emotionally abusive, and the fact that he's been lying to her and to his family to keep up the charade makes my suspicion that he's emotionally abusing Jill even stronger. Hop skip says not the asshole. Jill deserves to know that. Just a potato says not the asshole. They have kids, and your brother has crippling debt. She should know about this. Lol says Jill needs to know the truth a long time ago. It could have been done in a better manner, more private and gently. You kind of sprung it on her publicly at a family gathering in a way that reflects your dislike for her and contempt for your brother. But now she knows, which is a good thing. Opie replies that saying, although it was at a party, it was in private. It was an outside party at a large farm. My female siblings and I were a long way from others due to COVID precautions. Jill is actually not mad with me. She's mad at Joe. Now, what do you guys make of this story? What is your thoughts on all of today's stories if you choose to share them? A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being involved in every story we cover and, you know, getting involved down in the comments. It means the absolute world, as I say all the time. I see the same names down there below and to you guys telling me about what you're up to with your day. It's absolutely incredible and it honestly keeps me going. Someone asked me the other day and they said, what's your favorite thing about the channel? And automatically it always comes to the top of my head as community. And I know it's a bit cheesy to say, but I think we've got an amazing community here. And I think the people are wonderful and supportive of each other. Well done for being you. Well done for being amazing, supportive people. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, you cheeky so-and-sos. <laughs> Much love. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Yeah, yeah.